Hi everybody, welcome to Tracker with an Accent. My name is Gerald Benzi and today <laughs> I have my guest. You can hear her laughing in the background. Her name is Mackenzie Keris and she's going to be my guest uh, this week. And I'm going to interview her and today like a celebrity. So Mackenzie, how are you? Oh, I'm... <sighs> What's happening? I'm just very intrigued with uh, what's <laughs> going on here. You'd think as someone mm -hmm. married to said trucker with an accent, I would have more insight into what I've settled myself into uh -huh. here. I see what's going on. But I don't. Uh -huh. yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, everybody. So, Mackenzie Gettys is actually married to me, and she's my first guest. Yeah, you said you were going to introduce me like that. You didn't. Yeah, I did. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did not. So, uh, so this is my wife, and um, this is the first guest I could secure since everyone is pretty busy. So, I decided to interview my own wife. So. Your pay rate is pretty dismal. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> So we are going to interview Mackenzie Keris and we're going to treat her as a celebrity. And uh, as per my request before, I ask you guys to give me a call and I can interview you and treat you like a, like a celebrity. So today we have Mackenzie Keris. So are you ready? Are you ready? I am. I have a couple of questions I need to ask you. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So... Here we go. We're going to start. So, when did you actually uh, find out that you are famous? I think I still haven't received that call. Oh, really? Cause... In fact, you're the first person to even insinuate that I might have. That's interesting. Been told I was because I I have seen like your social media and you quite have a following. So. I thought you probably are like a famous person or something. Yeah, all 75 likes that I get on average that, that tipped you off. Oh, I, I just don't get like 10 likes. So <laughs> you getting 75. So fame is relative is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like just like me looking at someone. I'm like, yeah, I've gotten like 10 likes in my entire life and you got like <laughs> 75. So I just assume you're famous. So you're saying you're not famous? Not to my knowledge, no. Interesting. <laughs> I just found out that I'm not married to a famous person. Oh, was that a selling point for you? Are you disappointed now? No, I'm not disappointed. I'm just coming to terms with <laughs> the reality, you know? Do we need to talk to our therapist about this? Not really. Okay, that's I, good. I'm fine for now. So can you just like take us through your daily like what is your typical day like sure uh typical day uh wake up to my alarm 7 15 hit snooze twice what do you mean twice oh like i i press snooze on my alarm oh. go back to sleep okay it goes off again roughly eight minutes later okay i press it again like how many times Usually twice. So 16 minutes? Yes. If my goal is to get up approximately 7.30. Oh, interesting. I can't say that it's 
consistent every day. Like um, 7.32? No, I mean, because the clock does consistently go off at the same time. Yeah, because if it's 7.08 and you snooze, you do going 7.16 and you snooze 7.24 and you snooze 7.32. Right. So, I don't know, 7.32. So I may hit it twice. I may hit it three times. Sometimes I hit it twice. Yeah. Lie in bed. So we 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 are safe saying you wake up at seven thirty two. Roughly, yes. Oh, okay. Go on. Um. I curse about how cold it is. You do curse. Well, <laughs> cursing is relative, isn't it? fame can be relative can't cursing be is someone who doesn't i mean english is not my first language what do you mean cursing is relative like do you just say the f word or oh no i am a lady oh so you say the c word (laughs) i'm not a british lady okay i'm confused you're an american lady what do you yes is it the b word wow what I, I just say I'm, I'm learning, so I, I, I'm is the Which one is the B word to you? Because you have a B word, but I don't think that's the B word that most people think is the B word. Like the dog mom word? Yeah, that is the word that the, I think most people think is the B word, but that's not the word you use. Oi, what do you mean? What do I use? What's my B word? You <laughs> like to say, you like to call people bastards. Yeah, I do, but... We're but I didn't about, know if you were referring... We're talking about you, though. What's your oh. B-word? Is it the dog mom word, or that's my word? <laughs> Technically, my favorite phrase is son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, so, S or B. Okay. Right. So, which one do you say? Which one do you say? It's you not really so much a word as it is just, like, an overall feeling, you know? Oh, so, your feeling is just, I like, just like project... or B, I have to Yeah, I just, out. like, project this emotion... <laughs> Into my morning. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, it's not a really healthy way to start the day. Uh, I mean, some people argue that it is a healthy way. I've gotten a heater for the room so that I can wake up in a more graceful way, more welcoming way. You did? Yeah. Okay. How how is that waiting? I haven't set it up yet. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So we can't even talk about no, this. No, I did one it's time. Not... I lied. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was good because on the first alarm, I got up and turned it on facing like where I would have to step out of bed. <laughs> For those of you who are wondering why I do not know this, like I am a tracker, so I'm not home five days in a week so i don't really know what's happening from monday to friday when she wakes up so i'm i'm kind of finding <laughs> out the same time as you guys are right now like what happens when my wife <laughs> when her alarm goes off and she's waking up in a room with a heater right right uh, what happens so i don't know we're just finding out so go on <laughs> i mean how detailed do you want me to get into my Wow. Yeah, like we're like, just getting to me getting out of bed. This yeah, yeah, is, do you yeah. have other questions that you want to ask? Because I, I just want to know what this happens might take a while. when your alarm goes off like three, four times and it's 7.32. Like what happens at 7.32? Again, I, I curse the air and yeah, the floor. Say, 
sob this is with my energy not with my mouth oh really because again i am a lady no i thought it was with your mouth so okay no um i scramble into some clothes Mm -hmm. cross the house to go to the bathroom brush my teeth let the dog out our house is really small so i don't know what crossing the house means well it is crossing the house like it's like it's a small house it's still crossing it's it like 10 strides it's still most. inconvenient because yeah. we're in we have to go through the coldest most open part of our house to get yeah, to the bathroom we live in georgia by the way so it gets as cold as it can it gets cold yeah it i does. know you're not here during yeah it's not like we're during like, the... we are not like in wyoming or milwaukee or something but no, yeah but it's, it's cold for me it's cold for her so she takes those strides across the house and let the dog out so go on <sighs> Maybe I make some tea. Maybe I make some toast. Mm-hmm. Leave the house. These are definitely maybes, right? They're definitely maybes. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Go on. Yeah. Um, get to work late, usually. I'm pretty lucky. Uh, so, they're not. you are saying you are always late to your work? That is something I can consistently say. Oh, yes, awesome. I am always late. Just for listeners to know, what do you do for work? Because in some in some professions, it's very unacceptable to be late, right, folks? Like I, I I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like it's not really acceptable in some jobs to be late all the time. But she's just like talking to us and say she's always late. This is the best benefit of my job. What do you do? Like, are you? I am a speech pathologist. Hmm. I work, so, I work for a school. So you have a bunch of kids just waiting to speak? Mm, no. How does that work? No, it's like we're supposed to be there to prep, I guess, before the kids are even at school. Oh, I see. And, I, you... and I set my own schedule, so I have purposely not set any kids to be there as soon as possible, giving me a little bit of leeway to my arrival time so when you get there are they kids <laughs> no so they're no kids when you at, at the school or yeah. waiting for me when you're late are they kids waiting for you no not at all huh that's interesting yeah i would love that job where i'm just like yeah i'm gonna schedule everyone to be later than i am late yeah i mean i highly recommend it huh. interesting <laughs> well I you guess... kind of have a job like that don't you i mean I mean, I'm, nobody waits for I'm, you i'm a trucker <laughs> i mean all we do is chase at people you your own guy do with our own planning so are you saying we might start our mornings the same is me yeah i don't think so you have you to... curse at people you don't wake up cursing yeah but they, they are not really waiting for me though it's the same as your nobody's kids waiting for me either oh your kids are not waiting for you no i told oh, you interesting yeah I, maybe, maybe it's the same because i i just kind of like freaking book loads and i will wait for people to load me up so i guess at those people but i i'm not like really required to be there the time i say i will be there you know what i mean i, I can say like i mean no one said anything <laughs> i don't my the benefit of me is i my classroom is separate from the school oh. so nobody knows that i come late and it doesn't really affect anything because i 
I am not seeing the. I don't have any kids scheduled for the time that oh, I arrive. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So technically, you might not be <laughs> always late to your job, though, because if if you're going to schedule the first kid at 10 a.m. and you show up at nine, technically you are on time. Technically. Yeah. Sure. If That's you, a good way to look at it. Yeah, if if you're there at 8 a.m. and your first kid is at 10 a.m. That's mm-hmm. not gonna make any sense. So if you show up at nine thirty, you're on time, baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that yeah, validation. Yeah, yeah. That's totally different with how I do my my stuff. But I'm but, sure everyone else is gonna be so excited to hear about. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The inner details I, of my life. I'm the worst drugger in the entire universe. I would like to believe, but it, it, it's okay. <laughs> you like to believe that? Yeah, I I've done some stuff where I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think you're the worst in the universe. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. That's so flattering of you. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, let's move on from your day. Um, <laughs> so from that, you being late and show up, um, and then you see kids waiting for you. What happens? Uh, I I don't see them waiting for me though. Oh, you don't. I don't. I feel like you don't. You're not grasping that. Oh, okay. So you do show up, and then they show up after you show up. Yes. What happens then? I have some kind of lesson. I guess my listeners will, will, might want to know, what does a speech pathology actually like do? Like, Do you just like be like, hey, speak, and then I'll analyze your speech and tell you what errors are in your speech? Like, how does that work? Uh, almost never is that ha- how it happens. Uh, specifically, I work for a middle school. Yeah. So most of those children have some type of language disorder. Yeah, like what? Uh, I mean, it could be a learning delay that makes vocabulary or memory difficult for them oh really some children I've always have people told me that i don't say my r's right like is that a kind of disorder that you're doing how do you say your r's right like you know what i mean because being from africa we don't say r we say ara you know that is called a dialectical difference so it is not a disorder we're getting chicken go here folks you say it's quite a what? A dialectical difference. A dialectical difference. So, so your dialect, mm-hmm. your language, the way you speak, yep. does not produce R's the same way that some people in America might. And there are even dialectical differences between different states and different regions in the United States. So you have to take that into consideration. So I'm just fine telling them that my R's are actually R's. Yes, you are justified in saying that. So it's a dialect disorder? <laughs> Dialectical difference. Dialectical difference. Hmm. This, this is new. This is new. So all my African friends out there, we have a dialectical difference? Correct. So when we say R, where people expect an R, you have to explain to them that because I've been struggling with this stuff for a while. Where I, so it's I, interesting that you never brought it up to me. 
Yeah, yeah, it was also kind of like a shame because what do you mean? Like, was I supposed to be like, hey, babe, I have a talent called difference? I say R when people say R. Well, I just would hope that someone who is ashamed about the way they speak would be able to mention it to their speech pathologist wife. Aww. I'm sorry that you've been carrying this with yeah. yourself for so long. I did get that, but I didn't do that. I'm a badass one. Well, I'm glad we could unfold this on your podcast for everyone to hear. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, I think it's time for us to take a break, and then we'll come back and continue about how I say my R's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll catch you in the next segment. Hi everybody, we are back from the break and I am interviewing Mackenzie Keris, who is a speech pathologist. You said that with a question mark, are you not sure? Yeah, I'm not sure if you're supposed to say speech pathologist or speech something else. Yeah, speech pathologist is great. Okay, awesome. Speech pathologist. And she is famous but she doesn't know it yet <laughs> so i am going to treat her like a celebrity and ask her questions like a celebrity so uh i have asked you questions about your uh, everyday life and how your work day is and you've told us uh, before the break how your everyday life is and how you uh, schedule your day actually so we're going to talk about is a celebrity how do you navigate like the everyday normal life you know what i mean like how do you go to the grocery store without anyone like yelling at you being like hey mackenzie you know blah 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 you're a celebrity can i have a photo with you like how do you handle that it's surprisingly very easy to avoid what do you mean um you know where i live nobody knows who i am so in smyrna oh yeah. No one knows who you are in Smyrna? Correct. Hmm. What's the... I, I thought that was a small town. I mean, it's a suburb. Oh, okay. It is a city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, yeah. I don't work in Smyrna. I don't really interact with people in the community. Oh, so you're saying you work outside of a suburb? Of this particular one, yes. Yeah. So chances are, people in your own suburb they don't even know who you are. Right, right. So do you, do Plus you, the fact that I'm, I'm not famous by any measure. What, so what do you mean by any measure? Um, like. How many speech pathologists are in Smyrna? I could not possibly tell you that number. Hmm. With my guess, I would say I would say less than ten. So you're probably famous. <laughs> For being a speech pathologist? In Smyrna? Yeah. <laughs> Did you look it up? I did look it up. Are all speech pathologists given fame for being a speech pathologist? No, like you work with kids and stuff. I I would think like we have worked with enough kids to make you famous because like you know how many kids are not able to say there are out there like they're like a lot so you probably are famous by now for teaching all those kids to say their are right like i cannot even say my hours right and i'm like <laughs> i'm already a kid from Smyrna, so you probably well none of them have 
put the mo- me on their TikTok or anything. So I don't know how I how I could be yeah, famous. TikTok is for dummies, you know. Real famous people are on TikTok. Like, like you are. Famous. What are real famous people on? Like you, you're not, you're not even on TikTok. You're famous, right? No, that's what I keep telling you is I'm I'm not. Oh, you're not famous. Correct. Hmm. Interesting. Fellows, it's just like amazing to me that people like <laughs> Mackenzie Kiddies are not famous. You know what I mean? And they are on TikTok and they are doing this amazing work. Can I things. ask what what about me do you think deserves to qualify as fame or garner attention? Like what would I be famous for? Oh, someone who's helping the majority of kids in Smyrna to say they are. But I don't like, work in Smyrna. You work, Where do you work? I work outside of Smyrna. Oh, what's that place called? Douglasville. Douglasville? Okay. For someone who's helping kids in Douglasville, Georgia, to say they're ours, right? I think that person should be famous. Like, don't you agree with me, folks? If if you if you do agree with me, you can send me a text message. Like, I will give you my phone number, everything. But I think like someone who is working in Douglasville, Georgia, and helping kids to say they're ours, right? That person really deserves. To be I only famous. work with like two kids that have trouble with their R's. Well, what's the rest of the kids you're working with? What's their language problems language is a big thing i can tell you when i came to the states that's when i appreciated language because i would say something and people would be like dude what are you talking about and i'm just i in my head that those ways they just like sound normal to me you know and i would say them and people would be like we don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and i'm just like dude i'm just saying they come say bus you know what i mean <laughs> How are you saying there comes a bus? And a there w- comes a bus. And people are <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean? People didn't understand when you said that. I have a strong <laughs> accent. So you, you should understand that. Like, it's important. For <laughs> In you. what situation were you saying there comes a bus? Just me and a couple of guys waiting for a bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> this feels like a made-up story. No, it's not. You don't have to get to get into the specifics of it. But I'm I'm usually telling you like having an accent is a difficult thing in the states. So I would even well, I'll, that would be that would be a problem with your speech, not with your language. There's there's a difference. So what do you think is wrong with me? Like what? Do Nothing's I say? wrong with you. What do you think? You have a dialectical difference. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Before the break, she introduced the dialectical difference, which is what I have. Which and means it's 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 not a disorder. It's not something wrong with the way that you speak or the language acquisition that you have. It just means you pronounce things differently, which is normal to the place that you came from. Oh, tomato. Tomato, potato, potato. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. exactly what I'm talking that, about. That makes sense. Uh, so, fellas, I have a dialect. I can't believe you're going to post this on the internet. What, what do you mean? This is just what you're telling me. Like, <laughs> this is just, so boring. It's, what do you mean it's boring? It's not boring. Do you know how many people are there saying <laughs> tomato and the other person says tomato and it's a freaking argument? <laughs> how many people do you know that have 
argued about that. About tomato, You're tomato? Ask, yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. Is like in, I don't know, 20 something? <laughs> that you personally know? Yeah. Name one. <laughs> Name one no, person. I, I did not ask anyone to sign a disclosure for this podcast. I'm not going to name anyone else. You know what I mean? Give me, uh, give me an acronym for their name. They are, they are from Nigeria. <laughs> so they don't have letters in their name? You are a bold-faced liar, man. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. In Nigeria, they're arguing about how you say tomato. Well, no, they've made, they made a partner in the States, and they, their partner says tomato, and they say tomato. Okay. Choose to believe you. You the thing. So yeah, all my fans out there, like you have to think about these things when you are having this relationship with people who are from outside of the states. You know how they say tomato and you say tomato. Like it's something you should say. You know, talk about it, your first date or something like that. I don't know. I'm not an expert. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, uh, are you okay? <laughs> it seems like you just keep laughing at me. But anyway. You're a so, funny guy. Okay, that's awesome. So, uh, moving on. So, we have established how your day, your day-to-day life uh, goes by and how you help people with your uh, speech pathologist uh, education. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, let's move on to... Um, so, if you, uh, say, have one superpower to help, I mean, people in this difficult world, what would that be? If I had a superpower to help other people? Yeah. Like, what would you, what, what would you, what, what would that superpower be? Oh, my gosh. If I could help, if everyone could just recognize truth. Recognize truth? Yeah. So is this the superpower you have, or is this the superpower that... Oh, I definitely has? don't have it. If I did, I would be a much more contented person. Oh, that's cool. So you would want everyone to be able to recognize truth. Yeah. That's a really, like, deep thing to say. Because I've always thought about that, too, and I'm like, man, why is it that all of us are able to be scammed? And, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, could you just imagine how much conflict would be resolved? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be lovely. That's awesome. Can we pair that with, like, the bravery to actually act on that truth and trust it? Then, yeah, I think the world would be a much better place. I love that. I think I'm having hiccups, but it, it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Do you need to take a break? No, nah, it's fine. Uh, so, if you have a superpower, you want everyone to recognize the truth. I mean, if this is a a selfless superpower, then yes. If I have one that serves me, yeah, I would like to be able to transport myself anywhere at any time. Like, what, what will you do with that? I would go everywhere, and I would save so much time on airfare and gas, and I would never be late. 
So this is just you traveling the world? Oh, absolutely. That would be so great. But I thought like with great power comes great responsibility. So you would want to do something that helps the people around you rather than you just cutting back on airfares and gas. I mean, would it not be helping the global warming crisis? Because you're not flying on an airplane that's going to fly anyway. Exactly. What? But you, you're not buying your ticket to, you know, to your place. It's not going to stop that airplane from flying anyway, right? Because other people have already booked their tickets, so they're going to fly anyway. So you, like, not buying the ticket is not going to actually save but anything. But I'm not contributing my weight to... Yeah, but the thing is they're going to fly anyway, so they're going to have emissions. But they're going to fly lighter. But still emissions, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not a perfect system. It's Again, not, it's not like, this is the like this you, is if, the if selfish. You get, if you get on a plane, this it's gonna is the selfish more. superpower. Like, how much do you weigh, really? We're not gonna discuss that. Yeah, <laughs> on a public because, forum. Because your weight is not gonna really like affect their emissions and stuff. Are like, you sure about this? I, I'm really sure because you are one person, and if you don't weigh anything above five hundred pounds. I'm pretty sure you're not gonna. You don't know how I pack. Oh, so <laughs> you plus your leg is gonna be like seven hundred pounds? I wouldn't. I'm saying it might be five hundred. Yeah, you but, never know. But if just like like oh yeah like are you really gonna bring that much stress to the airplane engine that it's gonna emit more? To really? be honest, I might. I don't think so. Okay, this was my selfish one. Okay. This is my selfish wish. I give you that. I give you that. So, folks out there, she thinks that if she has a superpower, you would want to transport yourself instead? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, this is what we get from our... I don't know if I can call you a Hollywood celebrity, but you are a celebrity of some sort. And we are just going to maintain that. So, right now, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back for our last and final segment with Mackenzie Kellis, who is a... who is a speech pathologist? Is that the right term? <laughs> it continues to be the right term, yes. Okay. Speech pathologist who helps people to say their R's, right? Instead of saying ARA, like everyone else who is not from here. <laughs> so I will catch you after the break. Hi, welcome back to Trial <laughs> with an Accent. Uh, this is Gerard. I interview people and treat them like celebrities, though I do, I'm not sure if my treatment actually like qualifies for treating people like a celebrity. So today I have Mackenzie Kellys, <laughs> <laughs> who is dying in the background, and I am trying to treat her like a celebrity, though, I mean, to my own, to my best, but I might not be doing her justice. It's okay. So Mackenzie shared with us before that she's a speech pathologist and we've been talking about her day-to-day life and how she, you know, navigate a day, you know, things like that. How is your work life is like and things like that. So now, since this is our final segment, I am going to ask her um, kind of like random questions and we're going to see how she can answer those, okay? So, Mackenzie, are you ready? Yep. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, question number one. Um, what's your, like, um, 
go to when you're depressed like you know like most people they tell me like oh yeah when i'm depressed and i'm stressed i drink coffee some people smoke a cigarette and some people drink like how what's your go-to when you're depressed or stressed or something like that um definitely definitely food food like what kind of food yes probably Mexican. not it's probably not a healthy coping mechanism well, no, it's for it's, sure not. It's fine. This this is a no judgment zone, so you're fine. I'm very fond of carbs. Carbs? Yeah. So like a freaking burrito? <laughs> yeah. So I like I like burritos. Oh, yeah. What kind? Um anything with avocado. Mm, so you are like a a, a, a guaki? Is that what they call us? I don't know. Yeah, sure, I'm a guacky. Like, uh, guacamole guacis. You know the guacky? My, I, I definitely am. I didn't know that was the term, and now I know, so I can say yes. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. in this world, you can make up anything, and you can make it what you want to eat. So, like, if people want guacamole, uh, guacky. All right. Well, I think you're starting a trend there. That's awesome. great. So moving on to the next question on our last segment on asking Mackenzie Kiddies uh, how she handled her life as a celebrity. <laughs> she claims she's not a celebrity, but I mean, on this podcast, everyone is a celebrity, so we treat them like whites. So Mackenzie, uh, <laughs> who designs your clothes? You seem to dress pretty well. Yeah. Um, that would be Old Navy. Old Navy? Yeah. By the way, folks, this is not an advertisement for Old Navy. Like, they don't give us any money. And I'm really frustrated that our guest decides to mention Old Navy. <laughs> you asked. I-, I did, but I'm just saying, I'm really frustrated that they don't give us any money. And she's mentioning them with a free advertisement for them but i i okay you can bleep it out if you want but that might i'm, I'm not gonna bleep out old navy <laughs> might invalidate your question okay, so old navy really like do they give you a suggestion or you just walk into their store and you just buy anything you think is nice i'm a big proponent of online shopping i actually don't really like walking into physical stores interesting yeah so about that, I'm going to ask you a question which I'm, I'm pretty sure most of my listeners will want to know because I'm also like a fan of online shopping, but I've also recently found out that uh, I'm one of those people that cannot shop for sizes online because we actually don't ha- I actually don't have a body that conform to the online standards. Like I am that dude who has a body that is 32 waist and my freaking legs are 34 and it's actually really difficult for most people out there to find a like a pen size like that you know like 32 34 it's always like 32 32 31 32 didn't you used to be 32 32 i used to be but I you grew I since did. we've been married yeah i did actually oh, some of marriage made me taller folks so that's that's a that's a plus considering most ladies out there are looking for tall guys but <laughs> i'm taken so that's, <laughs> that's not really a benefit it's just like any addition to nonsense but yeah do you find that difficult well i mean if you were looking for a specific size it probably would be easiest to do it online because you can quickly filter 
Oh, really? I've always thought like it's easier for you to go into the shop and actually try out some stuff. Oh, well, sure, but I mean, for men sizing at least, it's more consistent because you go by those measurements. So you have the benefit of being a man, yeah. which generally makes it a lot easier to shop online. Whereas women's clothing, even in the same store, might vary in actual sizing. Because we're very limited to like small, medium, large, usually, or even oh, really? numbered sizes that are not Wait, consistent. How, how are you guys dresses sized? Are they just small, medium, large, or they're not? They could be that, or they could be arbitrary 246, 810, 12, 14. What is zero? Because I think I've seen like zero, 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 just, zero. Yeah, it's just really small. A zero? You have a size zero in your dresses? Oh, we have a double zero. A double zero? Even, I think okay. there might be a triple I'm zero. I'm just going to stop you there. Because, fellas, zero is nothing. How do you have a double nothing for a size? I don't have a good answer for that. How do the, can you just give us an It's just estimate? designed to make How women those... feel even worse the larger they are. That you're basically not only exponentially higher than a zero... But so, in fact, are exponentially higher than these negative zeros. <laughs> so a double zero is less than a zero? Yeah, it's even smaller. How does that person look like? If you can give us an estimate. Because it is, it, guys, I know most guys out there, they don't even know what a zero looks like. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to say, guys are idiots. So what does a zero look like? I don't know how to quantify it. Is I'm, it a slender? Is it's very slender. It's very, it's very slender? Mm-hmm. Is it like close to anorexia? Sure. Oh, sure. What about height size? Is it like a 5'6", five, 5'10"? Five, I mean, you can be really skinny mm-hmm. and tall. You oh. might still be a zero. You can be really skinny and short and still be yeah, a I zero. skinny and tall doesn't really look good you like slender man well, you don't really like skinny in, in anything so skinny in six foot that's like slender man you don't sister. like skinny in five feet though so maybe skinny in four foot would be cool you told me you don't like skinny girls if they're short maybe i will consider them <laughs> i liked you better when you liked fat girls what i liked you better when you liked fat girls i, I i'm always for fat guys i'm always for thick woman that's good. Like that's, I, I'm, I'm never, that's what you got. So yeah, I, I, I better be pro- content. I'll, I'll probably, I'm never gonna be attracted to really like skinny girls because I don't, I don't, I have nothing against skinny girls, but they just like don't do it for me. I just want something who have meat on them. You know what I mean? Like someone who, because I'm a foodie, so if someone is slender. Probably they're not eating enough food for me to be attracted to them. So I'm always like, yeah, I want some meat on someone. Because that's a confirmation for me that they eat enough food. Maybe comparable to what I do eat. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. You so. married to the right person. So congrats. I guess so. And I'm happy. So anyway. So, um, well... So, fellas, uh, this has been my first guest, and um, her name is Mackenzie Gettys, and she happens to be married to me. So, 
The tracker with an accent is married to Mackenzie Kelly, who considers herself a foodie. Uh, therefore, she is no slender. So, <laughs> Mackenzie. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you're welcome. You're welcome. Is there anything else you want to say to our listeners before we... So, if you get to be a trucker with an accent, uh-huh. what's my identifier? Mackenzie Foodie. With a what? With a what? What? Because I have to match the same. I'm not going to talk about your booty on this podcast. I didn't ask you to. Do you want me to say Mackenzie with a booty? I did I say that? <laughs> yeah, footy. That's not enough for you. you <laughs> Foodie with a booty? <laughs> what, what Can that actually be my name now? What else do you want me to say? I want that to be my suggestion. I think you should you should give everyone that comes on here like a, a tag like you have one. Well, here's the thing. You are Mackenzie who is a foodie. Obviously you have a booty. So do you want me to say Mackenzie with a booty? What? I'm Mackenzie, a foodie with a booty, I guess, oh, if that's Mackenzie, what you're a foodie with a booty. That's all you want. Yeah, because you're a trucker with an accent, you know? Oh, okay. Awesome. So, hey, fellas, um, <laughs> this has been a trucker with an accent with uh, Gerald Benzi, who is an accent. And my <laughs> first guest on my, postca- on my podcast uh, is Mackenzie, with a, who is a foodie with a booty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she wanted me to say. Oh, my parents are going to love this. Are they going to listen to this? Probably not. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my hope is they won't listen to it because I don't think that's going to go really well. So this has been Trucker with an Accent where I treated everybody with it, uh, as a celebrity. If you want to be interviewed by me, you can uh, shoot me a text message on 414-739-8772. You are not giving out your number. I am giving out my number because I want people to contact Cheryl, me. Cheryl, so that I is not safe. Oh, I am a victim of identity theft, so I know how this <laughs> yes, stuff you goes. You think you'd be a little more cautious. <laughs> I am seasoned for these guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't try me. Don't <laughs> try me. <laughs> So, hey, if you want to be interviewed by me, you can catch me on my Facebook. Just type Gerald Benji and you see me. Why would they go on your Facebook? They already have your personal cell phone number. You do have my personal cell phone number. (laughs) So, just shoot me a message. You'll be like, hey, trucker with an accent. I want to be interviewed by you. I will give you a call, record a podcast with you, teach you like a celebrity, shoot out questions to you like a celebrity, and we can have an episode. And I will mention your name as as you want to be known. You know, so don't hesitate. Again, shoot me a text message or whatever you want to shoot me. Uh, Mackenzie Geddes, any last word? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I never expected that interviewing celebrities is this hard. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. So, fellas, catch me next week on my other next, I don't know, my next episode with another celebrity. I do not know who that person is going to be, but <laughs> catch me on track and accent. This is Gerald, and we are signing out. <laughs>